Episode 30 of People Like Games. If you, pew, 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 pew. So if you don't know by yeah, now. Episode 30, baby. Big deal. If you don't know by now, it is, I guess, the return of the Mac. The G-Damn, the G-G-Damn <laughs> A-Squad in the building. Really, the only people you should know in this industry. I'm Solo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Lilo. And uh, this is the show. Yo, question. What, what do you mean by this? We're the only ones you should know in the industry. Like, do you mean like we are the best podcasters in the industry? Because I want to say none, definitely. We are yes, definitively 100%. the best podcast in the industry. That's not even a question. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going like niche, niche, like gaming podcast. Because even then, add us your favorite, the best, obviously. Add us your favorite gaming go. podcast so we can shit on them and Joe. Just kidding. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. keep so it positive here. I mean, yeah, so we can show. We're gonna them, keep it positive here, yeah. and say that. Yo, maybe so, we won't, but regardless, let us know what your favorite gaming podcast is of on Twitter. Oh, hey, 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 plug time. Twitter at yeah. people like games. You know the handle, and you can find the show on the usual, usual suspects. The iTunes, Google Play, <laughs> Anchor, SoundCloud, and everyone but. Spotify and Tidal. Fucking Spotify. I thought you were going to say I literally hit up Spotify and I was like, yo. I do. I literally got in contact with the guy. I'm like, yo, run your goddamn platform to me and let me on. Let me on, son. Give me that and a chicken sandwich, some waffle for us for free. If you guys remember that. If you guys remember that video. But anyway. Um, Let's give them the rundown of what we're expecting. It is going to be a little bit of a diverse show. Uh, We basically cover basically, I want to say everything. Uh, Specifically, uh, I guess a couple of highlights will be uh, Gagori debuting for Shanghai, which we'll get into just slightly. Um, The NBA 2K League draft, which pretty interesting how they ran it. And, you know, as much as. And we'll talk about it. It was interesting. Uh, Pokemon Go getting yeah. a little bit of a revamp. Uh, Fortnite introducing vending machines. And a little Overwatch as per usual, so on and so forth. And then for yeah. the game spotlight, we're going to be taking a look at Pixel Junk Monsters 2. And... Yeah, actually looks sweet. I don't know. Lilo's the game connoisseur here at this... At this I'll station, he'll take us. He'll take us on the rounds. And speaking of rounds, we're gonna close out the final lap with a little question uh, on the heels of a trailer dropping. Spyro, yeah. if yep, you exactly. had not happened to uh, be, you know, in the know, which don't worry if you aren't, because we're here for you. Uh, Spyro is coming out with the remake. We'll let you and, know. You know, we'll let you know. We're going to talk about remakes and remasters and the sort of little differences that uh, occur in there. You know, I, I feel like Trophy and I have yeah, spoken nuances, I a little bit say. about it back back in the day. But, you know, yeah, it's, it's becoming a bit more timely again, which, uh, you know, why not jump a little into it? But anyway, let's, uh, let's yeah. run it from the top, shall we? Let's start up with... Uh, Solo's favorite section that is due to change, but it's iterative. Iterative, iterative. Next. Uh, (laughs) All right, so we're starting up with next. And going off of something we talked about on Monday, Spider-Man 4 release date wasn't non was non-existent let's go and say a couple days ago right well guess what it has an official release date of september 7th so mark your calendars go buy a ps4 before that time if you got a job save up 500 bucks so you can get both the ps4 and spider-man and uh spider-man 4 is coming out september i feel 7th. like that's a bit of a slap in the face given that we're like the rumor with spider-man and they're like oh here's a date so <laughs> like serious. less than Fucking a couple days dog. later but regardless, uh, our next story Funny here, you know. Apple 
Apple's App Store has shrunk for the first time since 2008. And that is what analysts, or I guess analyst app figures, believe is due to the crackdown on, uh, on what, what would the, on clone, duplicate yeah, clones games, and duplicates games. and having, uh, far stricter enforcement review guidelines. Um, makes sense. And it is less than surprising. And Apple sucks now. So what do you expect? Next. <laughs> we'll get into those strong opinions. Uh, coming up next, something that I actually knew about because I played the game myself, but Shadow of Mordor, not Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, I'm Shadow sorry. Shadow of Mordor. Uh, Shadow of War, which is the sequel to Shadow of Mordor, has removed loot boxes from Monolith's game, and that's kind of a big deal. I mean, it's kind of cool. Granted, this game came out a while ago. They're late on the trigger. However... Loot boxes are officially gone from Monolith's Shadow of War. And they said, quote, in order to fully restore the core promise of the Nemesis system, we've removed loot boxes as well as they were afraid that loot boxes risked undermining the heart of our game. That's it. End quote. I respect that. And new Amazon television show. On the Lord of the Rings is coming out anyway, so <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, unrelated, don't even get me unrelated. We're gonna come I'm up. So we're excited. gonna make this. We're gonna ex- we're gonna find years. an excuse five to yeah, We're gonna five find seasons. an excuse oh, to expand man. on these sorts of tangentially related topics that we like but aren't related to games because it's our goddamn show. We do whatever <laughs> we want. Just kidding. Anyway, yeah, we do. All right. Moving on. Moving on and closing up this. Or no, actually, eh, maybe maybe we'll do a little bit more. Who knows? But uh, Gagori is debuting for the Shanghai Dragons. No, no, debuted. 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 I guess that would be a more accurate way to describe it because it was this past week when the Shanghai Dragons continued getting smoked, uh, as is their their (laughs) brand by this point. Um, a little right view in good. the unknown on that topic. The Shanghai Dragons of the Overwatch League are currently winless. And, uh, but, you know, it marked a sort of historic point for the, uh, you know, league. And, they will, you know, we'll talk more about it. We'll talk more about the Overwatch League at some point. In case you don't remember, by the way, Gaguri is the female player that Shanghai Dragons signed. And she is quote-unquote, the best Zarya player in the world. She debuted. Cool. Cool story. Just want to clarify. I thought that was expected. I'm Uh, I'm going to start presuming a certain amount of knowledge on behalf of my listeners. Don't do it. Our listeners. Do it. it. I got you. I got you, listeners. Got you, listeners. Do it. Do Um, it. So, yeah, what Solo was going to go on to next, just a quick thing, not that it matters for too many people, but there was a port over from Square Enix to PC and it was a game called Chrono Trigger. Unfortunately, the port was less than well received. Why? Because there's a whole shit ton of bugs in the game and crazy fixes. But Square Enix is going is planning on devoting more energy to that game and updating it and fixing all of the little errors that came through. Long story short, it was a mobile game that was ported over to PC and a lot of the mobile triggers were in the game. Very strange. Doesn't make any sense. But they... Uh, Decided to go ahead uh, and do that. I guess we can get more into that a yeah. little bit later about like about how how it was just how a lazy it is, work, to be frankly honest. And that's really exactly. what the issue was at lazy. the end of the day. It's just lazy work. Um, made no sense, Still. but eh, I guess they, I guess uh, yeah. now this is what happens when you half-ass a project on the beloved project, and <laughs> the yep, yep, yep. Yeah, critical reaction you. goes negative. So uh, that covers the next, and now we're on to Quickscope, right? So with Quickscope, I'm going to touch on a little bit of Overwatch following off of uh, what Solo was just telling us about Guguri. Overwatch is coming out with its next Retribution series. You know how they do a whole bunch of sort of, you know, every quarter they'll come out with some some new mini games and things like that, skins and events that come out. Yeah, Yeah, essentially new events. So uh, Overwatch Retribution is coming out and it's going to feature a new map with uh, four players playing on a mission together. And those players are Moira McCree, Genji, and Reaper in a mission against Talon. And that's interesting to me because if anyone else follows the Overwatch lore, uh, Reaper is part of Talon. So this is essentially something, I guess, pre 
Reaper going Talon, that kind of situation where uh, he's on the good side. And it's actually really cool. If you watch the trailer, it's it's on YouTube about the new seasonal mission that's coming out. They got a lot of uh, it's like movie-esque. They got awesome animation, great sounds, and it gives you a feel for what the movie's going to or sorry, what the uh, mode's going to be like. I think you're going to have to escape and do a whole bunch of uh, running around and shooting that's, people. And that's stuff pretty like that. interesting but, because it adds that sort of transforms Overwatch into more of a like a sort of co-op based experience, like a game mode, you know, sort yeah, of yeah, like when exactly. you play on console and they had PVE instead yeah, of PVP. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's you a good way to describe it. I know what you're talking about. It's you're playing together against the environment. And this is what's great about their events. They come up with unique games. It's the soccer game, which is PVP, but you're playing with this team against each other. They come out with, um, oh man, just like, I forgot, Junk, junk Rats, um, Junkenstein, I think is what they called mm. it in the in the fall, right? You had a whole bunch of things like that. Yeah, they come out with cool PvE games. It's great to play with your friends. Also, the best part about it for skin hoarders like us, come out with skins, exactly. man. That's what we do. That's what we do. That we is just what like it's them. about so, 99.9% of the time because really, what's the point? And, and that actually, so one of my main criticisms of Overwatch is that if they allow just like a slight amount of modification to the ability to for basically slight modification on the skins you'd be looking at an entirely different sort of interactive experience rather than you know grind and unlock or grind and buy which is basically same fucking thing I'm kind of confused where you're going with that, though. What do you well, mean interactive? interactive in the sense of, like, you know, like... when you play, like, Halo or Call of Duty or Counter, any other game, you can oh, customize. Oh, like, yes, you yeah, can do custom design. I gotcha. Yeah, you can. Having a costume okay. option is cool, you. but, like. Takes a whole bunch of infrastructure. I'm sure that's something they're probably working so. on. I hope so. I hope so. It's only but... in their, it's only in their advantage to do so. But anyway. Uh, moving yep. on from Overwatch a little bit, um, but staying on the topic of esports, a stu- uh, study was recently done on what the most popular esports were on Twitch, and that was done by Esports Bets, which conducted the research in an interesting way in that they looked at the uh, number of Twitch streamers for that genre or game type, and so. That ended up revealing that, I guess unsurprisingly, to Lilo, uh, League of Legends, uh, MOBAs, MOBAs make yep. up, you know, three of the top five. You know, that's less than surprising. Dude, you have League, LOL and Dota got so I, much w- followers. Would you consider StarCraft the 2 a MOBA pools. or no? No, it's an, it's that's a the, that's an RTS? Game, okay, so yeah. then I, I'm going to say yeah. MOBA's an offshoot of RTS, so I'm just going to bunch them together. I don't agree. I understand where you're coming from. Because I love RTS games because I played like Command and Conquer Generals. I played, you know, (laughs) what is it? Red, red something? Command and Conquer, Red General or something? Red Red Faction. I used to love those games in Soccer. Age of Empires, one of the oldest and like. If you don't know about the Corvette in Age of Empires. You ain't really about that life, to be <laughs> frankly honest. But anyway, so League of Legends is one. Counter-Strike Global Offensive is two. Dota 2 is three. I, I got to try out Dota. StarCraft 2 is four. And number five number five will surprise you. Super Smash Brothers. I haven't Super read the Smash article. Super Smash Brothers Melee. Super Smash? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Top five. Top five. That's, that's, that's weird. <laughs> well... Guess what? For all those Smash fans, they're gonna be real excited about that Switch Switch uh, Switch port coming in. Not Switch port. New game, new Smash yeah. coming out. And Switch just in a, September. Just a heads up real to you, the listeners: the reason Fortnite is not on that list is because it is not an esport, in that it's not a organized, uh, competi- competitive uh, sport. Yet. Hopefully, Yet. forever. Let's go with that. But. Oh man, you know, you know, one hundred percent, it's going to be a fucking sport. But like, so I mean, um, for, I, I, I don't want it to be because Fortnite's good as is. I enjoy it. 
No, I hear you. I hear you. It's cool. But speaking of Fortnite, let's just keep on with that topic. Uh, Fortnite introduced a new update, and it's actually really cool because I noticed it just before this this podcast. Uh, Solo and I were chilling, and I was playing a couple games of Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dropped in Tilted Towers, right? And I guess... I was weird. I picked up a chest, but I still heard the chest noise. I was like, what the hell? I go outside and what you try to do is you just try to get any materials you can. I started hitting a vending machine thinking it was going to break and the screen just started flipping, flipping from item to item to item. And I realized that there was a prompt. What the prompt was, was you introduce, you trade in a hundred of your materials for a gun from the vending machine. And that is the update that they dropped. Actually kind of awesome. Didn't even realize that that was a thing. Like I had no idea it was Anything coming either. Anything special in there or that's, just that's like normally, normally average uh, guns? So like I was, uh, I was trying to tell you earlier, I didn't get an opportunity oh, because people yeah. were sort of shooting at me. <laughs> so like I, I only hit the screen four times. It went between all the gray guns. So like I had to th- try shot. I had a shotgun. I had auto shotty. And then I also had um, a submachine gun, but they're all gray, right? I had to trade a hundred wood or a hundred steel or a hundred stone for one of these items and then it popped out because I did get a try shot but I was like oh shit what the hell just happened I wasn't entirely sure either way Fortnite's dropping new updates and that's actually a new in- that's new intro dope. in case like, yeah. you drop in the middle of like um, I guess it introduces new gameplay where you could drop in the middle of woods you exactly. farm instead of getting guns and you then know, you wait until the, people leave tilted the, and the then you go in and get some guns the goal of, of that is to expand the playing field outside of Tilted Towers. Yeah, and absolutely. So, exactly. I, I think it's... Just see, that is an ingenious away. way to redirect people away from a place you don't want instead of changing something like... I feel like most game developer studios, etc., would change something inherently part of the game to get people away from that. Instead, they can sort of expand the map, but like, you know, as, as, as a touch hot. Did they really get rid of that option? Anyway. <laughs> maybe, anyway. maybe not. Yeah, um, continuing on with the Fortnite topic, and just to go over it pretty quick, Optic Gaming, which is one of the most iconic gaming organizations in all of esports, and their brand is just kind of growing over time, has uh, announced its first ever Optic Arena featuring Fortnite Battle Royale. So the idea is that there's going to be an event part of A-Con in 2018 from June 8th to 10th. A-Con the is Young Jeezy going? to be there Akon and Young Jeezy it's actually kind of funny right (laughs) it's going to be at Fort Worth Convention Center in Fort Worth Texas Uh, there's going to be an opportunity for fans anybody who joins the convention to play uh, Fortnite against some of the organization's biggest names and the idea behind that is that those fans that are playing and win the tournament they get these golden tickets aka they get a free trip out to Los Angeles to E3 to party with those creators of Fortnite and to hang out at E3 that's a, that's the idea behind Optic Gaming's Fortnite Battle Royale Arena pretty clever marketing gimmick um, um, I respect it I mean it's the biggest it's the biggest yeah. game right now obviously and yo so get people to play it's get a good people prize. play against those creators against influencers yeah exactly and then you get dude who doesn't want to fly Why to Los Angeles to get Fortnite you anyway, games, you might that's, that's great adapt onto it but now yep, yep. on uh, speaking of the subject of you know as we were talking about sports that should not be esports f1 esports no i'm just kidding i have nothing against <laughs> that's fu- fucked up, i have that's nothing against up. f1 <laughs> racing simulators but I just can't imagine, like, I know a lot of people who are fans of, like, and I'm sure that's, like, a British and European thing, because I have, my cousin's from England, and he is just, like, a huge fan of every racing game that comes out, and so. Dude, Forza is huge, man. It's one of the biggest sellers for basically, F1 is starting launching their own esports league, however, they're taking a slightly less than uh-huh. ideal. F1 is Formula One, by the way. We're Just to jump. clarify, sorry. Formula One F1 racing is jumping into esports, and that has basically created a uh, interesting dynamic in that. Who the fuck watches that? But no, just kidding. But at right. the same time, the way that they're going about growing their audience and market share, etc., has initially does not seem to be the smartest way. So one, Ferrari is not a 
part of the league and to not have Ferrari in a Formula One racing league, it's sort of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you really doing here? Like, what? But it gets a little worse, which is that too. Um, the F1 has changed the series rules to prohibit any player signed to an esports organization from participating in the league. That's and ridiculous. Three, uh, Trying to monopolize. Yeah, I guess I, monopolize I guess those the young too. Sure. It's sort of passing mention, but that is the main sticking point I want to sort of discuss, which is what are you supposed to do, uh, you know, at the end of the day in that situation, which is you have a esport you want to launch that doesn't really have a lot of popularity, doesn't have a lot of viewers and streamers, and what these sort of established organizations offer you is the ability to expand your market share. And expanding your market share by having those people push it to their audience, if you get a Cloud9 F1, you know, Forza player, you know, he automatically gets a piece of that team market you know they are right, right, right. i'm a cloud nine fan so that's cloud nine that's my boy you know so they they're going or right. girl and so they're locking into that and so eh, it's stupid move but you know f1 has done a lot of stupid moves but one thing I, one thing i think the silver lining in this no, no you go go ahead oh sorry i was just gonna say the silver lining is that hey esports blowing up you got Formula One racing, and racing is a huge sport across the world. In case, although Solo doesn't no, believe I, it, like uh, Daytona in the United States, NASCAR, yeah, it's like Formula racing is huge. One racing and is across huge the world, around so. the world. Driving in circles it, right. is not. Definitely I'm huge. telling you, dog. If, if they True. come out with a NASCAR esports, it's a wrap. I'm done. I'm not peace. I'm just saying, esports are growing. It's a big deal. It's good for fans. It's good for people like us because just broad, ubiquitous understanding of the gaming industry, or rather acceptance of the gaming industry and what it brings, is good for all games, I think, personally. I mean, there's going to be good and bad, but whatever. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to something funnier and interesting and something that many of you keen gamer fans probably already noticed. But there's been some talk between... Uh, some talk recently about PUBG and it's been blown up on Twitter a little bit but PUBG in the sense that people are questioning where they got their inspiration for certain characters sort of in lines of Grand Theft Auto when it came out with its screen um, there is this woman you might remember she was you know <laughs> important at the time uh, yeah. Lindsay Lohan who thought she was on the cover I of Grand Theft Auto and she thought that she was the inspiration and actually sued actually, she actually sued Rockstar because she said it was her likeness that was used without her permission she Obviously. lost by the way she lost um, but PUBG has been coming under fire not really fire per se but just like has been getting questions because their black character looks awfully like a famous actor in the world who goes by the name of Idris Elba and if you don't know Idris Elba you live you live kind of under the a rock you haven't seen The Wire you haven't seen Luther you haven't obviously Luther seen The Dark Tower which just came out recently yeah you haven't seen any of the Thor movies because he's Heimdall um, either way, it's funny. Someone brought it up on Twitter and Idris Elba responded and then started calling out the people at PUBG just because he did a side-by-side profile <laughs> picture and he looks just like the character. Look it up. Plus, apparently, dude, PUBG, like, he, called, he throws shade at the company just because uh, he's like... PUBG had said that they got inspiration from these people and posted a picture. The picture is full of white and Asian people. Where do you get the character that's black? Who's that inspiration? Where does it come from? It's all white oh and Asians, God. man. So he's just like, oh, yeah, inspiration, it's, it's, quote, it, unquote. That's, that's Idris funny. Elba does not have uh, PUBG. I bet you Idris Elba is a Fortnite guy. Oh, I uh, mean, dude, Stringer way, Bell. I think Idris Elba is the man. Stringer Bell is his real name. So, yep, exactly. So... Now, you know, moving on to a, a slightly uh, less than interesting topic, but sort of in relation to what we were just talking about with regards to Formula One and the, you know, or their decision to not include established esports or team affiliated organizations would be, I guess, the way to describe them. I don't know exactly how that would go, but right. uh, Supercell, which is a, a game developer, which as we mentioned last week, or I guess maybe on Monday, I think maybe excuse Monday, Tuesday's episode, or it could have been last week, but which is owned by Tencent, which is, hey, <laughs> pay that Tencent tax, yeah, Tencent baby, Tencent tax. So 
anyway, they are starting a new North American league for Clash Royale, which, um, Clash Royale. as you know, us folks here at PLG are quite bullish on mobile esports becoming a thing, or at least mobile gaming. And it's growing. It's growing, man. It's growing. It's growing. Once they start getting sure. the right gaming tools uh, together. But regardless, so with the uh, North American division being launched, it's being launched with eight teams, which are quite familiar if you're not, um, if you're a fan of any sort of uh, esports. Cloud9, Team Solo Mid, Immortals, in general, yeah. NRG, Complexity, 100 Thieves, Counter Logic. Uh, and then for the European division, Fnatic, Misfits, SK Gaming, G2 Esports, and Team Liquid, Team Queso, which is new, and Team Dignitas and Allegiance, which is also new. Those are basically the established entities at this point. Those, those are well-known names in the esports. They're industry, well-known. That's for They're sure. the biggest ones so. in the entire league, uh, in, in the entire industry. That's, true. that's what I mean. I mean, it's impressive how big they've gotten. They are the biggest ones. <laughs> And Supercell is incorporating these teams that are well-known into their model as opposed to the Formula One guys. And I think that's the biggest that's the biggest comparison yeah. right impressive there, impressive, right? though. Unless I'm impressive. Wrong. They always manage to, uh, or at least the East. I, want, I don't know who to give more credit to for that. I mean, I do think, or I, I said before, I don't think Clash Royale should be a... Uh, Esport just because it has the option to be able to pay for significant online advantage. Yeah, but like I was saying, I think there's gonna be some rules. Either way, there's there's definitely some rules. They probably have the same same level of items to pick from. They probably have the same. Uh, yeah, I think everything is leveled out. It's not like you're playing with your own personal account. You're playing with the personal account that only has access to a certain number of. Uh, items Unfortunately, and they're all the same. I think they have they a standard have not deck. Let's released go with that. any of the details. So, what can you do? What can yeah. you do? But wait <laughs> for them to eventually right. release that shit. Hey, we'll see when Truth. the tournaments come out. But um, speaking of new things coming out, I guess you'd say not really. Either way, it's something that's old, tried and true, but is bringing having resurgence per se. Pokemon Go, and I know it's something you haven't heard in a while. But so I did mention it in the intro here. Pokemon Go has just dropped a huge update and it makes the game like pretty awesome. Apparently the numbers have gone up since the update because uh, numbers of users at a time have gone up because of the new things that you can do. Long story short, they've introduced quests and quests are you're capable of getting them at Pokestops and whatnot. And the idea is that you complete these quests to get a, to go on missions and you get missions and the missions have rewards. And the main one, I guess, the the main quest that everyone's trying to do is to try to get Mew. All right. So Mew is a legendary Pokemon. Anyone who's a fan of uh, just Pokemon Red and Blue, of you know humanity. that Mew was like the thing you wanted. Right. No, wait, wait. Do you have uh, to walk to so, get it? Yeah, I mean, okay. Pokemon oh. Go is a game where you have to move I heard around. Updates. The idea is like you can play for two minutes, you can play for an hour, you can do raids now. I don't know if you knew that. Like, there's no, big I updates want something to do Go, when I don't have to walk around and I can be tethered to a Wi-Fi but, network. Yeah, that's the just play the Pokemon game, man. It's not called Pokemon Go. You man, just play Pokemon. It's so cheap that's because they know that people have to use their data. What do you mean? What do you mean it's so cheap? It's not like they're in cahoots with the freaking industry, the uh, the mobile industry, the Verizon. They're not. Get out of here. I don't want to hear them. Verizon Spectrum, they're not in cahoots. Bitch, well, please. Short. They have battery packs. <laughs> Take your battery pack out. Go do some quests. You're going to get some awesome items. Uh, there's things you can accomplish in groups. There's things you can accomplish by yourself. There's things that are easy. And the best part is it's not like any other game where you get three quests and you're locked in, right? You can cancel these quests out so you can get new ones when you want ones that fit your schedule it won't take a lot of time and that help you you know some of them will be finding items and whatnot long story short pokemon go dropped a new update bringing bringing back people getting concurrent users and look forward to it if you're a pokemon i go have fan. given up on pokemon go, out there, go walk around get some exercise it'll be Truth. good for you the 30 minutes of exercise a day seriously seriously that's all you need mm-hmm. you'll feel great but anyway 
moving on to uh, what I had mentioned in the top as well would be quite an interesting story, at least to me, uh, if not maybe to you guys. But although I'm not particularly bullish, as we mentioned with, again, F1, so I feel like I don't have to keep mentioning that I mentioned because you get it. But regardless, <laughs> just, just get to the point. To the just story. get to the point is what people you know, um, the NBA 2K League draft occurred and it occurred in a pretty big way in that they held it in New York. Uh, I forget exactly where. I, don't, I think I might have missed that one. It's looked like it was, just go with New York. Yeah, I don't know if it's it was, cool. I probably a Everyone PlayStation knows Arena. Or, oh, no, excuse me, uh, Madison Square Garden, which is even cooler. And it included Fucking Adam Silver, awesome. who, if you're not familiar with that name, he is the uh, chairman of the uh, NBA, NBA chairman. Excuse me, I'm thinking of... Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. He's the NBA commissioner. <laughs> I don't know why the word chairman was stuck in my All head. Right. But chairman. Yeah, I was like, what? He's, he's the, the NBA the commissioner, commissioner the NBA, and like. he uh, is normally just in this situation when it comes to drafting actual NBA players. But this time around, he was there for the NBA 2K League draft. Um, and the league saw Adam, that boy, Dimes. Gave out the first pick, right? Be picked first. Um, Art. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I get it. He was picked by the Mavs. There's 17 teams. If you're not familiar with the 2K League at this point, 17 of the NBA teams have their own sort of offshoot of esports NBA 2K League teams. And uh, it's going to be a four month season beginning this May and running to August. And uh, the players are getting sort of, I guess I want to say it's a fair amount because I don't know who is ever going to watch this, but. Um, thirty-five thousand dollars and uh, housing provided with medical insurance and benefits. Dude, Not hell bad. yeah! That's like better than a lot of people. Not gonna lie, that's like minimum, like minimum salary to live on. But at the same time, big for big esports. For esports personally, um, that's pretty sweet. I don't. I mean, they've mentioned it where it's like, where is the viewership going to come from? Which is, I don't know if. It's got to be NBA Not fans, even, man. Like I, I don't know who would watch. I, I, am, I can see Madden potentially getting more viewers. You think it's just because it's a bigger? No, sport? not even like, because it's a bigger, a bigger sport. Game? Just because, like, I don't get why people watch fucking NFL in the first place. <laughs> but when it comes to an NFL game, I can see the audience carry over. It requires at least a bit more strategy in the sense of like you can have a tactical match with someone. But when it comes to you know, five different players are going to be filling up each position when it comes to uh, the game. Like, it's the biggest flaw that all, you know, sports-based esports games have is, you know, you could just watch. I could just literally turn on the NBA. What are you, you going to watch on? The NBA's on. You know what's next to NBA? No, I agree with you. Like I'm I hear saying, you. I, I meant understand. that for the it's viewer just, or the listener, hey, rather, which is Twitch. Twitch is definitely blowing up, and I think this is one of the new things that's coming out. It could be interesting. I'm definitely going to take a gander at it. Also, you telling me this, I didn't even realize that they're drafting individual players. Like each team drafted individual yeah. players to fill up a squad, which, which is awesome. And if you ever played FIFA, you can play as a single person, which is the same as what they're trying to do in NBA 2K. Which, if you've ever that's played, like, is, is awful. And why in God's name would you play a game where you can only play with one person? What? Are you kidding me? Nah, man. Mm -mm. It's actually pretty sweet. It takes a whole different type of skill and understanding. Whatever. I'm Kobe, baby. I only passed to me. Did cool. As, <laughs> as, as Meta World Peace once said, glass. get the ball, pass to Kobe. Wake up, pass to Kobe. Get some food, pass to Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. All right. Uh, enough of that topic that Solo has just rambled on about. We're going iterative, into our iterative. final article of Quickscope, and it's going to be... <laughs> My rambling is iterative, baby. It's going to be... I'm getting about, it, it is iterative. Just uh, just bear with us, okay? We got, we got 15, 20 more minutes tops, okay? Last article of Quickscope... It's about Star Wars Battlefront 2, the game that EA royally fucked up. Uh, the question is whether or not they fucked up and they fixed their fuck up too late. Okay, why? They came out with a new update recently. This new update apparently unlocks all the heroes at the beginning of the game. You don't need to earn them anymore. You don't need to play time. They're there. They're good. They changed the progression system. What do system. you need to fucking so progress for now if you just already have everything? <laughs> I, like 
you had, I mean, the thing is, the idea is like each hero can unlock certain more abilities. That's the idea. So you can linearly progress up before you had to earn points and then do some stupid quests and like get certain cards before you can unlock something. Now it's literally linear. It's experience increases level, a level unlocks certain things you can do. And it's linear in that sense. Whereas before it literally could have bounced all over depending on the cards you can get from your goddamn loot boxes. So it was really strange. Classes are now ranked up one by one with new skill points that can be applied for perks like I was just saying. And you can be unlock each perk at a new level. And then the star cards uh the grant the perks at least granted the perks before are now level gated so the idea is that you could get access to these cards at certain levels and you move forward like that so it sort of restricts you in that sense but they dropped this update they changed the progression system changed the way they formatted the whole game hopefully it works they're trying to uh bring people back because of the whole backlash i don't whack, think it's gonna work you, you know, shun EA on this show, so I will end uh, that discussion of EA with fuck them. <laughs> uh, they made their money already, so giving you free gear, I can guarantee you would not have occurred had critical reception to Last Jedi been positive from fans, or had the show had the movie been unanimously positive, they wouldn't have to take. Dude, you're always uh, linking dude, these two you're things. You're telling you're always me you, linking don't, it. you do and not I, understand Disney and brand management then because. No, no, no. I'm just saying I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you're always just linking them. And it's it's, it's true. It's probably true. true. It's and just you can't say I it's can definitively say true because they don't objectively, release these things. It's definitively true, Sean, because if there's two you're saying things logically, in this world, it makes the is most that truth. there are definitives <laughs> and objective truths. That is not a definitive truth, then. It's definitely objective, because Sean, we will never know. sometimes you ramble as, so as much that I don't even outside, understand what you You'll never. Why? I'm going to ask you just oh, one simple question. Get out of here. From Michael Scott. Let's get out of the room, Will. Why are you the way you are? The way you are. We will. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel talking to you every time. And we're moving on. So go on to the room, Mel. Right. Let us know. What, what are people talking about right Let's now? Let's get into this rumor, Mel, which is... As we had mentioned with Fortnite, um, using vending machines as a way to lure players off the main sort of drop points, um, there has also been a floating rumor, which is that if you look up in the sky at any point while playing your Fortnite game, you see a meteor. And that meteor apparently has been now rumored pretty heavily. And of course, this is all unconfirmed gossip, but what is the name of the segment, uh, is the fact that people think a meteor is going to hit Tilted Towers and potentially wipe it out and change the map. And that is something that would be incredible. I think to a degree, having one map has been very incredible for four. Can you even imagine how that happens? Like, they have one map. Like, they don't gotta do shit. People are addicted to that map. And like addicted right, like they don't right, care right, like yeah. they could play the same thing over and over and over and over didn't affect them there's other games that are like I, I, put, I play like you try playing like the same map on Overwatch like four times out of five you'd be like damn son can I get that shit over with like <laughs> and it, I gotcha. I'm just curious it's just an it's interesting it's because of the gameplay and the style of the game it is like, dude, you got to think about Fortnite's map is huge. So you could always drop somewhere else and have a different experience. Overwatch, you do the same task. It's not like you're playing deathmatch. It's not like you're doing anything else. You're just playing the same task and going back and forth and trying to accomplish the same thing. So it's not it's it's different in the sense that in the sense that it's objective based, whereas in this you can build, you can do your own thing. Every moment is creative. But to to get back on point, I'd say the idea that a meteor could change the map is amazing. The idea that a new map just could emerge is amazing because PUBG has already done that by releasing their sand map. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Tilted Towers has been a hot spot for ages, and wiping that shit out would make me so happy yeah, as a fan. Yeah, I agree. And as someone who's upset <laughs> with death soccer. at Tilted Towers because I've died hundreds of times soccer, soccer, at soccer. Towers, you know. And we are just going yeah. to end that with... I don't know. I'm going to buy a PS4, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right. Buying a PS4, is that because of you yeah, saw Spider-Man Yeah, yeah, again? yeah. Like, I just looked at like, I just saw a picture of Spider-Man. I was like, damn, son. That shit looks so good. I'm doing yeah, it. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, it's console seller. All right, moving on to our game, game, game. game. Um, so it was kind enough to find this for me, but I immediately got hooks even beforehand. Uh, the game is called Pixel Junk Monsters 2, okay? And it's bringing gorgeous claymation towers to Steam this May. So coming out next month, you're going to have a tower defense game. And for those who have ever played Warcraft or Starcraft and the custom games that have been involved, these tower defense games were like my livelihood growing up. I think you understand the feel, like the satisfaction you get from like killing wave after wave of people with new towers. You got this awesome third person view of this tiki man that's what his name is tiki, tiki, tiki man i think and you run around and you build towers everywhere and it's it's like that whole um i guess early indian tiki style the artwork is fantastic it's claymation style so it looks like um looks like a mix of spyro and clay i guess you'd say like a spyro type gra- graphics and clay i don't really know Anything else other than then watching the trailer? I think but claymation is one of the uh, greatest forms of visual artwork possible. I thoroughly okay. love claymation. You thought that was going to be negative, but right. it's claymation and stop motion. I fucking <laughs> love. Um, it, it was, it was Wallace strange. and Gromit I wasn't sure. uh, are, are some of my favorite. That's Aardvark uh, Studios. They actually have a great. Ard- Ardman, I think it's Ardman, excuse me, Ardman Studios. They actually have a really great documentary about them on Netflix. If you want to check it out sometime, uh, mm-hmm. just type in Ardman, A A R D M A N. Worth watching in your free time. But yeah, claymation, stop motion, and to start seeing these sorts of graphics dude. be implemented into video games. Yeah, dude, that's, that's where I was going to follow up. Imagine like the. The software and the, the program that has gone into creating a claymation style visual on a game and make it seamless and fluid is incredible. So the lighting, the depth of field, camera perspective, all that coming together is just insane. Uh, the game's going to release on May 25th and will be available for $15 on Steam. Just to let you know, it is, you know, being Pixel Junk Monsters 2. It's a sequel to a game that came out a long, long time ago, but apparently it's been overdue. And, and we're going to, playing to it. see, as so. per usual, if we can. Oh, shit. Sorry. Biggest thing. Yeah, exactly. Get keys. Why? Because you can play four player hey. local player. You can play with your friends. So, like, on the same tower hey. defense, all that stuff. You can play online and local. And it's actually we also want to have those so. same developers on our show because uh, just to give drop a little hint but not go too far into it we might be doing a uh a little some 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 when it comes to uh independent and (laughs) developers and games and something in that order but what can you do what can you do what can you do so uh, to anyone listening right now, I have no yeah. idea what he's talking about, vague, so this is exciting vague, for me. So we'll, we'll see in the phraseology, future. Phraseology, baby. Um, and right. that wraps up our game also, spotlight, Also, shout out baby. to Eric Barone, the creator of Stardew Valley. He didn't. He hit us up on Twitter okay. and denied our interview request. But thank you for thank you for being kind <laughs> enough to give a denial. To be frankly honest, because right? you'd be surprised. <laughs> how rare it is that someone who doesn't want to do something actually goes out of their way to tell you they don't want to do it and then just doesn't not respond. But regardless. Instead of just going... Just ghosting. Just ghosting. Just ghosting. Just ghosting. So he's hit me up. He's like, yo, what up, dude? Good luck with your boss. Like, yo, shout out to you, guy. Shout out to you. Show dedication. All right. I like it. And quick, we're going to do a, 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 a little... A new little segment here, which is going to be the the PLG... Uh, what, what's the word? Uh unofficial product endorsement. <laughs> okay. Right, yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? This is new. This is this again is new. new to me, everybody. What, what's happening? endorse products so, with yes. the hopes... What product are we endorsing right now? With the hopes that now? one company hears it and is like, eh, maybe I'll actually uh, advertise with you guys. So we're, we're making our advertising push. So on a week-to-week basis, we're going to be contacting companies and soliciting their interest. So <laughs> this week, this yes. week we're brought to you by Uniqlo Slippers. Yes, slippers. I love them. So comfortable. Never warm in my life. They look kind of cool, but I can imagine how soft and, and so fluffy they affordable. are. And so affordable. Ten dollars. 
so affordable. Dude, nothing's better than having warm feet while gaming. Think about like how uncomfortable and distracting that is. You want your feet to be warm. Exactly. I'm wearing slippers right now. Guess what slippers I'm going to buy glow. in the future? And we you just want glow. to remind you that People Like Games is not brought to you by Uniqlo. Yet. <laughs> we don't want to get to it. We don't get to it. So we're going to qualify that. But anyway, take, take us into the final yep. lap, Lilo. Now we're done with randoms. All right. So for the final lap, um, Sol and I were looking up some articles, and it's just been something that's been coming up, especially as technology progresses and as we get older and have been fans of the gaming industry and rather been partaking in the gaming industry for the past like 15, 20 years. We're seeing a lot of our favorite enterprises being remade and remastered. And that got us thinking, like, what the hell does remade and remastered remade actually mean? Remade and remastered. So, it's a beautiful subject right, that we're going right. through the right now is- in movies. Which is exactly you're getting reboots and re- like reboot, I think, is understood in the movie industry to be a new storyline. You, you create something else. You have different elements, a new artistic interpretation. That's great. But then when you talk about video games, you get ambiguous answers about what remade and remastered is. It's usually used. Um, what is it? What's the word where you can use the same term for Inter- Inter- interchangeably you can use the same it means the same thing interchangeably right. i can't even think i think I we both we both have shared off moments everybody. where we can't think at aka chairman's yep. over i think i was thinking of i don't know dude 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 i thought of the funniest uh, name for a cat though uh, chairman meow what? <laughs> wild, wild. All you should right. see Lilo cracking right. up here. You can't even see it. it up. But anyway. All um, right, let's get up. I'm, I'm um, going to give you my, my definition on it. So we're going to get right to it. What's, I what think a remaster is when they basically touch up the graphics. That's it. Boom. And okay. once they do that and they touch it in, it's like, that's perfect. Whatever the way it is, they basically port. Crash Bandicoot uh, is an example touch nothing just really literally redid the entirety of the graphics and we're like okay here you go here's the three games we didn't touch it here you go and so remade is something like wind waker hd which is slightly different which wind waker best zelda game ever i'm not a zelda hater breath of the wild just wasn't as good it is regardless and that graphics man graphics but regardless the fact is that like in the remake they ended up changing aspects of the game that they realized were maybe annoying so like the search for the crystal shards in in wind waker they cut down the amount that you were required to do in the hd because it's like yeah what do i need to get 24 of these for all right we get it that was a bad idea let's just make it eight this time around it's like maybe a little idea that you would have implemented the first time around you could turn a key and be like okay now we can change it master is a a, a faithful adaptation same way in movies i think like remaster is hey we took it from you know vhs to like a blu-ray version not like we yeah not 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 like hey we added hologram anakin skywalker as christian i don't even want to talk to you about that don't even that that's just like sore subject i hate i hate I think the gaming industry and this is also in agreement with Spyro which looks like a direct remaster as well right exactly that's that's where we got the idea from we saw that Spyro was coming out we've talked about on the show a couple times they're doing a remaster and after looking at the gameplay trailers they essentially showed you how the old version of Spyro looked plus the new version pretty genius except what you're doing is the same except the graphics are updated and polished and they look nicer that's about it so I, i'm just going to go through the definition as i saw online the definition of a remaster in general is to create a new master of especially by altering or enhancing the sound quality of an older recording that's specifically audio mm. remastering it applies to video games in the essence that the difference comes down to original game code and the assets that are used with remaster being only updating graphics while a remake could potentially include radical changes to gameplay like you were saying and i think you hit it spot on um this spyro is being advertised Mm -hmm. as a remaster so clearly it's coming in as hey we're changing the graphics and that's pretty much it like the core gameplay what you're going to do is the same versus a game like final fantasy 7 which we might have mentioned before final fantasy 7 is being 
advertised as a remake. Why? They're taking the graphics, they're changing them completely, but they're also changing how you play the game. They it's not have to be linear, because you linear can't, turn based. You can't yeah. work those graphics. You can't like clean up those graphics and be like, all right, we got a new game. It's like, nah, we got an incredible thing in here. Let's take it out. Let's take it out of its shell and rebuild it. Yeah, this, this idea is amazing. And with what we've learned for the past 10 years in like Final Fantasy games, let's like make a different style years. of game with the same idea. That's true. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, I know. I, I, I know. I know. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm just telling you, me, man. You, know, you said timeline. 10 years. I'm like, fine. I'm talking about 97, aren't we, dog? But that's 21 true. years ago. Wild. That's Wild. Old. Wild. I'll talk to you right now. I'd be either dropping either troop way. bombs. All right. As a fan, though, my question is, do you prefer one or the other? Do you prefer a remake or a remaster? And I think that's where we get into weird territory, because I think it's it's like... So the eye of beauties in the eye of the holder is what you remaster. Want. Remaster. How do remaster, you feel about? I love the uh, re. It's funny because the remake in the case of, uh, I almost want to consider if you chop off elements of a game or shorten them, that that is still considered a hyphen. I it is still considered a remaster. I believe adding becomes a remake, and so. You know, with Wind Waker okay. cutting it off, like you have the ability in a remaster to do things way cleaner or better than you did the first time around, and just in terms of presentation. I don't know. There's a nostalgia effect. You know, I don't want to play a new game with the IP that right, I know. Right, right. Like, you know, a lot of the same complaint a lot of Star Wars fans had. It's difficult to be like, uh, can't you just make something new? You got to take like this like beloved thing and have to like, you know change it and mutate it right. like no we love what it was and not what it's being turned into but you know i think spiral's going to be dope i think it's just going to be a lot of you know that 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 era of gaming is one of my favorites that sort of simple i hear you you brought up some actually interesting no, no, points sorry it. i don't mean to cut it. you off it's just like the, these ideas are like do you think well okay would you agree well, well, that first what do you what do you think about gamers, that one? Yeah. Well, this is what I'm getting to. Like, would you agree that older generation of gamers like ourselves prefer a remaster versus younger generations, which would prefer a remake? Why? Because they never knew the originals and they yes. appreciate the gameplay yes, that we have currently. I'm going to put it like this. So this is a discussion. Like, retro gamers are people who came from Atari and then sort of evolved onto, you know, they were, they were playing, like, Super Nintendo when we were playing PlayStation, say, at the same ages. And that's why, like, right. th this is what okay. we spoke about when we talked about our favorite consoles. And I had mentioned, like, PlayStation 1, and you had mentioned PlayStation 2, which is, like, there are certain games that came out at that time period. I think of, like, if you gave me, like, Grand Theft Auto 3 remastered tomorrow, would I buy it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably pretty 100% mm -hmm. quickly. But, you know, if you gave me Grand Theft Auto 3 dot dot volume 1.3 fuck no like i don't want to see that shit change so like i don't need i don't i'm not looking for a new experience i'm looking for the fact that i'm like yo this it's like we said same thing with final fantasy 7 this idea is so amazing we just need to clean it up and then represent it and you know playing bioshock yeah but that's you know, actually a polish a, a polish like remake i'm final saying like the idea okay, yeah, so you're talking about which is something like it's possible to remaster. if they could have re remastered final fantasy 7 i'm sure they would have same thing they did with final fantasy 10 do you think kids nowadays would like no, the remaster they don't have final to fantasy because gaming like has now gone to the point that like the same games we play when we were kids we're still gaming we now have money, you know. Now we can go bad. buy those it's, games. Like right, that's the right. difference. No, no, no. no, no I mean, but that's what I'm saying. My point is, do you think they could get? New yeah, people? sure. Do you you're telling me if you really Spyro tomorrow, and they're not going to come out with the mobile version of Spyro, that shit's going to pop, man. They had such that's great true. IP. Same thing with Sly Cooper. If you introduce Sly Cooper tomorrow, dude, they're all real children friendly sort of cartoon animals sort of deals. So right. of course, okay. you tell me yeah. Spiral yeah, yeah, the Dragon. They already have that huge sort of expanded Spiral world. So you know Spiral's a kids thing already. What's that called? Defenders yeah. of the no, Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever they're called. <laughs> no, it's not called Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, I, know I forget what, you're what they're about. called. <clears throat> uh, but regardless, that it's interesting. It, it's what they always do. It's the same thing they do with Star Wars, right? Like they just make they re, when you reboot something, you rebring it back to the forefront of the market like 
Dude, I'll be honest. I'm gonna say there's a distinction there. Star Wars does not is not rebooted. No, no, just no. I'm just talking about a, taking a new an older, story. an older product, and then bringing it back in front of people's eyes. An older at idea. A time, at a time a period rapper. where the same people who were kids when they were introduced to something are now able to, you know, it connects that like we're at this age and yeah. you're, you're, yeah, you, yeah. If you, I got gotcha. you. If they Nostalgia came out with like Rugrats on through. TV tomorrow, you'd be like, oh shit, let me watch Rugrats. That's wild. I can't believe it's on TV. But if they're like, yo, we're going to make a brand new Rugrats, you're like, fuck do I care for? You know? I don't know. I mean, that's I think it's not. For me, certain games, what games? there some are. Games. We're gonna we, we're gonna cut this okay. within three minutes. It, it, by your definition of what One a remake minute, John. is, two right? minutes versus remaster, I would say Super Smash. Every time they come out with a new Super Smash, is essentially just a remake. It's a remake of the core idea, and then just adding new characters and new abilities and stuff like that. Iterative, iterative, I iterative. I personally pew, pew, pew. like. Exactly, it is iterative, but I like the idea that they're coming out with a new one for Smash and it's gonna or the Switch and it's gonna be completely new. It's new in the sense that they're adding new characters and hopefully they're gonna add new gameplay, but it's also just a remake of the old idea, and that is more exciting to me than them just remastering. No, no, no. sequels, Melee sequels don't count on it. that. If they re, if they remake, well, dude, if they you were just remade, talking about that. No, no, no. If I said Grand Theft Auto Three remake, so like same thing with Smash Brothers. They made the original Smash Brothers tomorrow, brand new, high, beautiful graphics, but it came out on the Switch. Would you buy it? Yeah, hell yeah. You know, that's not just. That's just a remaster. I'm talking about like a remake. But no, no, no. sequels like don't. Going, no, no, sequels. You define a remake as adding new can't options. Be because it's not. It's not like Super Smash Brothers HD. It's just Super Smash Brothers Four. You know. It, 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 it changes the discussion and no, sequels. I understand. I, I, I disagree. Point. I disagree in the sense that I disagree in the sense that you're it's wrong. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. It's just an opinion, man. Did it's we not speak opinion. about objective truths? No, no, I'm teasing. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do. I do. I do agree with that. Objective um, truths. That notion, however, um, it is taking the core concept and and, and continually. It, 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 no, 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 no. You're no, an no, no. You know the difference. You, you know the difference. <laughs> Within that same structure, they wouldn't need to remake Final Fantasy VII because Final Fantasy XV is technically Final Fantasy VII remade. You see what I'm saying? It that is. argument it follows it. Is, it. it isn't, a, but it is. It's a new. It takes well, a core element, but it expands on. It. But so that's not the thing. The thing is the specific. It doesn't the though. Specific that's the weird part. Of they changed the gameplay in 15 for sure. Like the, I don't know. Exactly. I don't, the same let's characters be honest, are I don't like play Final the, the characters are the same versus all of them. I'm just saying the characters are the same in all of them for Smash. Final Fantasy, they actually have new characters, new gameplay, new game mechanics. Yeah. I. Yeah. yeah. It's the same story, but it's different than Smash. Where Smash, they literally, you're gonna have Fox in every fucking Smash. That's what you do. You're gonna have Kirby. You're gonna have Mario course, in every you, Smash. But that's because they're you're gonna have Zelda in every Smash. You're gonna have a specific like, slot of Nintendo character that doesn't. Right, I think it's different. I think it's different than your I example. I think Either you're way. wrong, and I'm right. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what your opinions are on the so, remake versus so remaster. Tell us Which if one you prefer? Agree if, if you with have... me and want to be right, or can listen to this. I know you're wrong, and, and wanna, uh, yeah, okay. no. But... Yeah, listen to this. Yeah. Okay, he's talking about let's, himself. Let, let, let's let's just know you're we're, wrong. We're gonna paraphrase yeah. Lila. Or Kathy Newman, whichever one you prefer. So what you're saying is ooh, ooh, ooh. get burned to Jordan Peterson, the clown, too. So don't get ideas either. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened. That just happened. Sorry. Sorry. 90% of the people won't know you were talking about, so it doesn't Anywho. matter. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. I'm thinking that uh, you guys should let us know how you feel about remakes yeah. and remasters. Yeah. So that? I, that, that, yeah, I agree. Um I agree with that. And um, so, you know, if you agree with me, you know, welcome to the winning club. <laughs> um, but no, really, um, it's been real. We will almost want to push this episode back. He's like, I can't do it. I can't. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's, no. that's what I said. The one who sat me down and he's like, yo, let's carry the team. Let's We're carry doing it. This. I was like, let's do it. Yeah. I'll put the team on yeah. back. Make it move. Make we it all know moves. you tune in for me, not for exactly. solo. So it's all good. Um, yeah, I appreciate you listening to us. Everyone, feel free to reach out. Let us know you're out there. Particularly you, reviews, you, Nicole. Please. Particularly you. 
Yes. Give me we some slippies. For you. We appreciate Give your products. Give me some slippies. Just, uh, and reviews, reviews, let us know reviews. If you want us to and if you more, like this, we'll tell it. a friend to like it. And then tell them to subscribe. And then we have a review about how much they like it. Because apparently those fucking metrics matter, but not on iTunes uh, Top 25 because they never change that shit. Yep. So it doesn't matter because we're going. We're going up. Which way? All the way. Yep. All yeah, the way yeah. up. All right. Thank you for listening. And yeah, uh, yeah. have a good weekend. We'll come back to you on Later. Tuesday. All right. Later.